0: Hello! Welcome to Let's Get Down to Business with the Prince Rupert and District Chamber of Commerce. We are here to give a voice to our local business owners, entrepreneurs, and community leaders, to strengthen and support our local business community, and to share the wisdom and experience of longtime business leaders and the fresh ideas and experiences of new entrepreneurs. So let's get down to business.
1: Hi. Welcome to Let's Get Down to Business. My name is Daphne Thompson, and I'm the president of the Prince Rupert and District Chamber of Commerce. Today, I have the privilege of speaking to Rodrigo Curvo from Raymond Logistics. He is the terminal manager there and I've got really, really exciting news to share with us. Welcome, Rodrigo.
0: Hello, Daphne. Thank you very much for the invitation. It's a pleasure to be here.
1: Well, it's such a pleasure to, to have a, a little conversation with you as well. Now, we all know that you and I both have got different accents. Where are you from?
0: I'm from Brazil. Uh, I'm from Sao Paulo, Brazil. I came to Rupert in April 21, and I came straight from Brazil, so it was a big change, the climate for me. So I came from 30 degrees to this beautiful weather we have in Rupert. (laughs) I got used to the rain and I love the weather.
1: That is very unique. And how did you, were you already working for Raymond Logistics in Brazil or how did that work?
0: No, uh, when I was in Brazil, I was was working for a grain trading company, an American company for 13 years. I had experience and in brain, uh, the commercial side of brains and logistics. And, and my, in my previous position, I was a container manager for South America for that company. And uh, my background uh, is, I have a bachelor's degrees in business management and I have a master's degrees in, in, in business uh, administration. And I met uh, the guys from Raymond Logistics, uh, in a event in Sao Paulo in 2018. And due to my background and my experience, they brought me here to Rupert uh, to work at the terminal. I came as a logistics coordinator at the time and I got a promotion last year in August uh, to terminal manager.
1: Well, congratulations. I know that the community and we are very, very lucky to have tenants like you in in our community. Well, welcome and thank you.
0: Thank you very much.
1: But tell us a little bit about Raymond Logistics and the different operations that it runs.
0: Uh, we established uh, Raymond Logistics in 2017. The first operation that the company started was a bulk to bulk transloading, which means we receive rail cars, grains in rail cars, and we transport this product from the rail cars to containers. So it was a transloading facility. We have a grain tower. Uh, it is a big operation and we usually receive uh, a hundred cars uh, at a time and we unload those cars in mostly like three days three days and a half it's very very fast it's very efficient and after the success of this operation we started two different operations at remote Uh, we have a pole transloading platform, so which means we receive boxcars, pulp becomes in bales, it's a huge box of paper that we get from the rail cars and we put inside of the containers. And we also have another operation, which is our biggest one, which is uh, plastic resins. So we receive small pallets of plastics uh, from the rail cars, we put into 25 kg bags, it's everything automated, And we put on pallets and those pallets, we load into the containers that they mostly go to Asia. So it's three different operations, a transloading facility, and we have been running 24 seven since last year. So we are getting volumes every year. We are increasing and we are growing.
1: What does the future of Raymond Logistics look like here in Prince Rupert?
0: Uh, Our terminal, Right now, uh, it's a it's a big terminal, but there are some plans uh, with the expansion in the future, and we everyone knows that PRPA is expanding the terminal, and we belong to that terminal. So our our future is very bright, and I believe our operations are going to increase a lot. We have clients already contacting us to increase our volumes. So this means. Uh, more positions, more skilled laborers we're going to need, more people, which brings, of course, some development to Prince Rupert as well. So this new terminal uh, with the expansion is expected to 2025, uh, which is very close. Uh, Every year is getting close, and everyone is excited about it.
1: That sounds amazing. But with every expansion, there's a new opportunity, but there's also some growth challenges that we have to face. Um, we all know that in Prince Rupert, skilled staff members is one of the biggest challenges. How are you trying to overcome that challenge?
0: Yes, skilled labor is uh, is a challenge, I think, for most of the companies, uh, small business, big business in Rupert. And it's very hard to find. So to overcome this, we try to train our guys. So we provide training inside of Raymond. Uh, specific trainings, so we can uh, help this uh, new employees to get the certification and to get the experience to work with heavy machines, machinery that we have in yard mm-hmm. to we teach them how to work on the rail on a safety way, we pay for uh, courses uh, search we get them certified to work safety uh, on rail and uh, like I said, this is how we overcome right now. Uh, this problem this issue with the uh, skilled labor and another thing that is very hard in Grouper, which everyone knows is getting supplies uh, mm-hmm. so supplies uh, we tried we try to find uh, around our region here in the north of bc which is very hard we have some specific types of supplies that we can't find in uh, in the northern of BC, we need to go further when we need to bring from Alberta, we need to bring from Vancouver. And this is a problem because with the distance you have issues such as weather and other obstacles that might happen during the course so as it's a lead time that is very big for us, usually five to seven days to get supplies to Rupert. And you also have the weather problem. Like I said, if there is a snow in Alberta, if there is any issue on rail, everything gets delayed. So just to overcome this, we try to build as much as we can an inventory in our yard. Of course, there is a cost to do that. Mm. You have inventory. That you keep in your that you don't necessarily need that, that time and you need to wait for volumes in the future if you can use those inventories so i think it's i think it's an issue from several companies here in grouper in, in i think most of them have the same issue
1: definitely when we we chatted a little while ago when we had our um our northern, our trades, uh, nor, what did we call it? Um, it was the trades northern brainstorm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We chatted about some of these issues as well. And you brought up a really interesting aspect of actually having conversations with economists. Can you elaborate on what you said there and the meaning behind it?
0: Sure. Uh, uh, we were talking about supplies. And as everyone knows, price of supplies they come from offer and demand. Right now we have a situation, not in Canada, but I think most of the countries in the world, which was post-pandemic. The post-pandemic was the countries that are now struggling with inflation and to control the inflation, they need to use the only tool that every country uses. This rule works for everyone, which is the interest rates. The interest rates, once you understand how they work, it helps you a lot to understand how to build your inventory and how to work with your supplies. Why? Why is that? Because the interest rates, it's a regulation of the demand. So if you have less demand and you have lots of offers from a certain supply, the price is going down because there is no one to buy it. And mm-hmm. it works in the opposite way. If you have too many people buying it, of course, the price is going up. So what we can see right now with the situation that we have right now in the market is that interest rates yesterday, they got up again by 0.25 so quarter, which means the government is giving you a sign that they want to hold demand because prices are going high. We have inflation everywhere. What does that mean to the companies? Now is becoming the best time to negotiate supplies if they need to stockpile inventory in their facilities now starts to be the best time because they want to slow down the economy the suppliers they have the supplies available and no one to buy it so what they're going to do they need to start negotiating the price probably a drop on these prices so i think it's the best time one year ago we were in the opposite direction everyone was buying the prices were going high and we never knew what kind of price we're gonna, we're gonna see in the next week. The next week was changing all the time. Prices going up and everyone got desperate. They start buying inventory because the prices were going high. So now is the moment to come down, relax and try to negotiate. It's the best time for the companies right now to recover from the post-pandemic. That
1: is a very interesting point of view what would you say because this is more for i understand this very well within the larger corporates that that works in volume that makes total sense but for the smaller guys how will this interesting facts affect them what can they learn from this
0: even for the small companies what i think they could do is as we are a small community and you know we know everyone in town we you know what your business, is. you know all the owners of the business. I think maybe they all getting together and probably most of them, they have the same needs regarding supplies. And what I mean, supplies is not just the bigger supplies for the final product. I mean, even for the stores in town, they probably need some small supplies, offices, supplies and other things. If they get together and then negotiate together, the power on this uh, negotiation is bigger. We all know that. So I think it's a moment that the community should work together. And if needed, we can also build a partnership with the companies itself, even from peer PA, from other companies at the terminal. If they need something that we all, we all need, we can all buy together so we can help the other communities on the negotiation. I think that's the best idea right now for the small business.
1: I think that's a really interesting factor that you're saying because um, most of the businesses are members of the chamber and that would actually put the chamber in a really helpful situation. Um, For example, if everyone in town needs pens and we can have that negotiation led by the chamber and distributed that way, it could be a really, really effective way to supply inventory or any kind of other thing that we need as a bulk. I think that was really helpful. Thank you very much for sharing those thoughts. Thank you. Tell us a little bit what makes Raymond Logistics so unique.
0: Raymond Logistics, like I said, we are transloading facility. We have several certifications in our terminal so we can handle organic products which is a very specific product that needs a very uh, uh, strict procedure to handle the product. So you need to clean the facility, you need to clean all the system before doing that. So if you get any grain, organic grain, we are the only place certified here to do it. Uh, We also have some other certifications in our terminal. We are CFIA certificate, certificate, which means we can get samples from, for the clients to prove that the product arrived in good quality or not. So we can get those samples for the for the product, for this client, and we are, like I said, we are the only transloading facility on the Northern region. So we have a next structure in our yard that we can keep 3000 containers in our yard. It's a lot. So. We are one of the biggest uh, partners uh, with DP World by sending containers. We represent uh, one of the biggest volumes for the trucking with the trucking company, the local trucking company We represent almost 80% of the volume. So we're a business that running 24 seven, we keep the city running with the business, we don't stop. So mm-hmm. we bring, uh, we also bring opportunities to other partners in town for our business we are always giving opportunity to improve uh for example if we need mechanics we need we are always building different machines we are always fixing machines so when you get the range of suppliers and partners that we have in town is more than 15 20 suppliers that we work together yeah so it's it's a big combination of everyone in the community working together with Raymond, which is really good.
1: So, how many staff members do you have right now?
0: Sorry, could you repeat?
1: How many staff members do you have at the moment? Oh, uh,
0: we have around sixty-five, and we in the last two months we hired another uh, eight people. And we are looking for another four right now. We are doing interviews. Uh, The positions are for our bulk towers. So working on the bulk to bulk transload uh, moving grains to containers. But we are also going to start uh, hiring guys for our bagging facility, which is the plastic resins. So it's transloading the resins, putting in 25 kg bags, palletizing and put into containers so we we keep hiring new people uh, because we're like I said we are growing we are increasing our volumes Mm
1: -hmm. and
0: we want to increase even more with the expansion from PRK. Hmm.
1: Now I know Raymond is creating jobs for the community um, and that way they are definitely supporting the community what other role does Raymond play within our community?
0: uh we have been sponsors for the uh Rupert rampage for for years uh in the last 2 years we started uh, a sponsorship with the rugby team it's for the the boys and the girls so we help with materials uh we help them uh, going through the through the games with the tours and this year we're going to start uh the golf uh, sponsorship helping the kids at go, the golf club and our goal is for this year is to start some activities with the community and we're going to plan something soon i'll keep you posted i still don't have the news yet but we want to uh, plan some activities with the communities and the kids of the communities we want to be more active uh, in Rupert with the communities itself
1: and of course the chamber do not forget the chamber
0: and the chamber, of course, yeah, we will.
1: Definitely. So as we're speaking to our local business community and you have a very prominent position within your company, what are some of the advice that you can give to the businesses in the the business the current climate?
0: Uh, one of the advice that I can give, besides the one I said about the supplies, which I think is really important, is, I think, like I said, we are a small community. I think we all need to work together. And you and the Prince Rupert uh, Chamber of Commerce are doing a great job by doing that. You're gathering everyone. You're showing uh, every small business in town how they work, what do they need. You're connecting everyone. And I think we were missing that in Rupert. I think You are doing a good link with all the small business. And I think this is helping them and making them see that the problems that some of the small business have, the other one also have. And Mm -hmm. together, they can find the solution. We all can find the solution together. As a small community, I think we should all work together. And this is a very big step. And I I need to congratulate the Prince Rupert Chamber of Commerce because you guys are doing a great job by doing that that's my advice working as a group I think we can go through any problems any uh, they are saying about the recession that we are having in Canada we're gonna go through that we're gonna hold it firm and we're gonna be successful in the future that's for sure
1: I 100% agree with you on that um, I wanted to ask well what is your vision with the 2023 or um, well, the 2030 plan for for Rupert um, but I think you kind of already answered that. But is there something else that you'd like to add on that?
0: Uh, it's gonna be, I believe, my feeling is gonna be a very tough year. Uh, like I said, the recession I think is going to affect everyone. But at the same time, they always say on the economic uh, economical side that every crisis is a time for opportunity. Yes, I think this is a saying everywhere. So the small business if you have the opportunity, it's time to find the opportunities in our business, what we are missing, what do we need, what people need here that we don't have. And especially with the expansion I mentioned, Mm. port is growing, we we are getting big at the terminal, PRPA is expanding. This means more people in Rupert in the next two, three years. There is a goal of bringing more skilled people, skilled workers here. So which means it's opportunity for business. We just need to have a mindset that we need to sit down, make a plan, and find what is that opportunity that we can find here in it. And I think we have several opportunities for business. Our local community is also always asking for not only Restaurants—they are asking for entertainment mm. for kids. Kids have a lot a lack of entertainment in town, so maybe it's the time for the opportunity I mentioned.
1: Definitely, I spoke to uh, Tourism Prince Rupert a while ago, and even they were saying that if anyone has got any need for a uh, start of a new business, they are open to discuss this. They've okay? got a whole range of opportunities that they need people to take up on. So that yeah. just aligns with what you were saying but
0: yeah they are right I think they're right and the chamber is going to be a, a good a way of showing those ideas and maybe you have a sponsor that could go for the idea and be successful in the future
1: and maybe someone like Raymond Logistics
0: <laughs> we never say never <laughs> yeah we are we are we are very open to hear ideas why not
1: well, thank you so much, Rodrigo. It is such a pleasure to have you on Let's Get Down to Business.
0: Thank you very much.
1: My name is Daphne Thompson, and this was Let's Get Down to Business. I'll see you next time.
0: Thank you for listening to the Let's Get Down to Business with the Prince Rupert and District Chamber of Commerce. If you would like to be featured as a guest on a future episode, please email us at rupertchamber at com or direct message us on Facebook or Instagram at Prince Rupert Chamber.